Who are you? Oh man. <laughs> uh, who am I? This is Max. I am many things. I like to think of myself as sort of a nerd, uh, just like a geeky type. Not not too big on like talking about myself normally, so if you want to get down to brass tacks, down to like a single stereotype, nerd is is who I am. But I'm also a lot of other things. I love I love animals, I love to write, I love to sing. Just a lot of other stuff like that. Uh, I think a nerd is someone who is passionate about something and not afraid to talk about it. Like, a lot of people, they have their, like, secret obsessions. Like, you, you meet people and they're like, I actually secretly love this show, don't tell anybody. Nerd is someone who, who will engage with you and talk with you about their passions. You can be a geology nerd, but you can also be a, a fashion nerd, like, whatever. I guess I'm a nerd about a lot of things. Um, I'm a science nerd. I certainly like to like to think of it like that, like all, all sciences, but certainly like astronomy and, and physics and stuff like that. Because um, uh, I grew up being like a big fan of like Bill Nye and Carl Sagan. Those were like two, two of my biggest heroes. Now I get to follow like people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is a god amongst men. This is, this is the kind of people that we need more of, like People who will not condescend, who will educate and say, this is science, it is accessible, you can learn about it. I just, just like a, like a week ago, I was at the, the Supernatural convention, which is great, amazing fandom. It's very supportive of, it, of itself and of each other. Some background. Supernatural is a TV show on the CW. It's in its 12th season right now, and the Supernatural fandom is all the people that are fans of the show. As fans, they share things like GIFs and screenshots on the internet. You go to like some Comic-Con panels, they, they answer the questions, they take their paycheck, and they go. The Supernatural conventions, they're all about interactivity. They're there to be with the fans, to interact with the fans, and to have a good time. They, they wouldn't keep coming back to city after city, year after year, if they weren't having a good time with it. They do photo ops, they do autographs. Um, one of the reasons that, that I, I love the Supernatural family so much, it was, I think, a couple years ago, one of the actors, one of the main actors, the star, uh, Jared Padalecki came forward and opened up to the fans and to his family about uh, about his own struggles with depression, which is something that many people in the fandom face and like Supernatural, that's their escape. This is sort of their, their better way of looking at life through uh, an escapist sort of show like this. And, and he really like got this great ball rolling and uh, he's got this like line of t-shirts, like they say always keep fighting because that that is a slogan and, and a message that he and and his fellow actors on the show they've always stood by and they love their fans they're always supportive of their fans which i think is just so wonderful is is not something you see in a lot of other shows it, and it it's very active on tumblr you will you will not hardly go down your dash without like oh supernatural they have a they have a gift for everything that's the running joke some of you might be asking, what is Tumblr? Well, Google it. T-U-M-B-L-R. Kids not being able to find the education they, needs in, they need in schools is, is why places like Tumblr exist. They're safe spaces. 
so to speak. I mean, there are certainly Tumblr certainly has its problems, um, but there are like resources that are spread around through Tumblr, through Facebook, Twitter, whatever that kids can use. Like, define these terms. Like, if you're having these feelings, these are who you can talk to. These are people like you. You don't have to be alone in these struggles. You can figure this out. It's not like a one-way road. That that's the that's one of the greatest things about the internet. You, you can escape your community into one that you have created or one you have joined, and express ha, express yourself however you want and feel no judgment about it. Certainly, like with the with the gay community and like the kink community, whatever. I mean, the furry fandom would not exist without the internet. Furries, as they are called. Um, they are people who are artists, costume makers, role players, music makers, whatever, who are drawn to anthropomorphized animals. And what kind of irritates me is like the mainstream media. They're they're very fixated on the sexual aspect of it. Like, oh, these people they they like to draw animals having sex. Oh my god, what is wrong with them? That that's kind of almost almost the the same problem with like the the LGBT focus in the media like what have they got in their pants what 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 are they what 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 do you have downstairs are you a man or are you a woman like it's so much more than that literally sexuality is normal to the point of being mundane or at least it should be sexuality it's it's a minor aspect of your life at best once you are at peace and have discovered who you are let it go you, you do not have to make that the focus of your entire life unless you are involved with, like, activism, which is great. That's, that's a great cause. You, you should be involved with that. But it is not the entirety of your life, and nor should it be. I think I've always been a late bloomer. I did come into this later in life. Um, Growing up, I always sort of knew, like, this is not, like, being a woman, like, as society defined it, this is not who I wanted to be. Like, I know everyone says, like, middle school is, is hell, but, like, for me especially, it was just like, ugh, all these girls talking about makeup, magazines, boys, fashion, blah, 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 MTV, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, that's, that's nice. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna go back to my video games. <laughs> These are not, like, girly things, stereotypically, and you're, you're always hearing, like, be whatever you want to be. But, like, when you're not in a system that's going to support that mentality, you're kind of stuck. Like, you either are, the, are going to be the outcast or you're going to learn to conform and just be unhappy about it, which I think is unfortunately how a lot of kids end up. You can say, oh, be whatever you want, grow up, be an astronaut, whatever, be whatever kind of woman or man you want to be, but you've got all these cultural expectations. If you're not going to fit in, if you're not going to fall in line, nobody's going to pay attention to you. No one's going to recognize your struggles or anything that's individualistic about you. Fall in line, be a brick in the wall. If you're not of that exact same shape and type and expectation, you're just going to be cast aside. As far as my own self-education goes, it was places like 
Tumblr who are like, there are more, there's more than one way of being a woman or being a man. You don't have to exist within this label if you don't want to. You don't have to be this certain gender. You don't have to express yourself in this certain way. It wasn't until I had gotten to that comfortable, like, safe space where I'm like, oh god, could that be me? So it was finally last year that I that I came out as gender fluid. Gender fluid falls under the, the non-binary, genderqueer sort of umbrella. You're not existing in inside of a box. It, that That's the way that I like to think of it. You're sort of floating back and forth. Sometimes you feel like both. Sometimes you feel like, oh, today I feel more feminine. I'm going to dress to reflect that. And that's, I feel like, been my experience like um I don't know I don't feel I don't feel very feminine today <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dress to reflect that uh or sometimes you can be like I feel like both today I'm gonna I'm gonna try to mix it up try to see what I can experiment with but yeah gender gender fluidity is uh sort of an amorphous state where it can be like a day-long state or like hours. You can, from moment to moment, you can feel differently about how you're experiencing gender. It, it, it did take a lot of a lot of courage to just like make the push, make the decision to come out. Like I'd, I'd been thinking about it for a long time, like several years before I decided I gotta do something. I'm sitting on the secret, and sooner or later, it's just gonna blow up. So I, I just had to make the make myself do it. Basically, I was waiting till National Coming Out Day. I just felt like that would be a, as good a day as any to do it. I made the video like a, a few weeks or like a month beforehand. A few days later, I, I scheduled my haircut. Um, posted the video, went out, cut my hair. It was great. My mom has been this way like my whole life. Keep your hair long, no tattoos, wear dresses, blah 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 blah. And then I texted her afterwards. I'm like, Mom, I'm gonna need you to not be mad at me. Go look at my Facebook wall. The video is gonna be on there. You're gonna watch it, and then you then I'm gonna let you see my hair. And she was she was very supportive of it. And she's like, Well, this makes sense. I guess I love you no matter what. It wasn't until later that I decided I wanted to change my name which everyone has been great about so far. Um, when I first came out, I was asking people to use two different names, two different pronouns alternatively. I was gonna like maybe wear a bracelet to, to identify what pronoun I was using that day. And, but I think in the end, it just ended up being a lot of work for me and for everyone. Uh, so I just arrived at the point where I'm just like, you know, I never liked my name to begin with. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna switch it over to something else. I made a list of other names that I liked, and I just picked one, and so far it's been good. It's still a struggle for some to, to use the right name, use the right pronoun, but people have been very good about it. Like, especially who are the people who are more, I think, aware of, of that kind of thing, who make allowances for different pronouns in the, in their everyday speech. I use the pronoun they just because it's it's easier for me. I'm not asking people to to make guesswork based on how I'm feeling that day. When I explained uh, 
my my choice to use the the pronoun they to my mom she she used to be a teacher she's very confused like why would you use a plural pronoun as a singular pronoun like why would you do that um the way i explained it to her is like imagine you're seeing a name on a piece of paper there's no other information attached to it you're not going to assume based on just that name what that person's gender is you're just gonna say oh who are they what are they like it's really just as simple as that. Hey, my name's so-and-so. This is my gender pronoun. Nice to meet you. It's two seconds, not even, of a conversation. Do you do that when you introduce yourself to people? Um, I've, I've been trying to get better about it. Certainly with most of the people I work with, not all of them are going to understand. And I don't want to make a big scene about it most of the time just because normally I'm tired or I'm working with a client. I am a dog walker. A lot of my clients are, are still using my old name just because they don't know me on Facebook um, and I don't really want to make the fuss of asking them to use a new name just because I don't know who they are personally. I don't know their politics. Whatever. Um, though there are a few clients who, who I have gotten to know better and who are, who are great about using my new name, which is awesome actually been surprisingly really good. This has been Max. What adjectives would you use to describe yourself? Mm. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to answer a question like that because I'm not normally, like, I don't like to brag. Again, I don't like to brag about myself. Uh, my, my experience is no more, no more or no less valid than anyone else's. Right now, we're listening to Talking to Cows by Elvis Herod. We also heard Herod's A Different Kettle of Fish and Gumbel's Forzetsung Folget. Because Max is into video games, I really went wild with the 8-bit selection on freemusicarchive.org. That's where you can find all these rad tracks, or follow the links on our website. I like to think I'm, I'm nice, I'm fairly down-to-earth, but I, I am prone to flights of fancy. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Max. If you did and you like this podcast, rate us and write a review on iTunes, share episodes with your friends, donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash identity conversations. Caroline did, and she is the best. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to make assumptions about anyth- anything that, you're, that you are going to tell me about. I'm, I'm going to let you tell your own story. Listeners, that's what this podcast is all about. Individuals telling their own stories about their identities. If you want to hear more of these, please support us however you can. Write a review, share your favorite episode on Facebook. Seriously, no gesture is too small. They all help more people learn about what we're doing. I don't know know what else to say. (laughs) Y'all are wonderful just for listening. So please spread the love.